Well, with the um, second anniversary, the second yard side of the passing of Lord Rabbi Lord Jonathan Sachs, more than 150 Jewish communities and day schools from six continents joined together in a global day of learning and Torah conversation. Just a couple of days ago, in fact, we wanted to do this conversation in advance, but because of all the craziness here, we weren't able to get to it before the event, uh, but we wanted to uh, find out how it was. The international commemoration being called Communities in Conversation was called Communities in Conversation and was inspired by the renowned leader's teachings and his passion for learning through dialogue. And with us live via telephone is the uh, chief executive of um, uh, the Rabbi Sachs Legacy Trust, and that is uh, Joanna Benarush, who is with us from uh, overseas. A pleasure to welcome you to JM in the AM. Thank you so much, Nachum, for inviting me to join you. I thank you for that. Well, the um, the impact that Rabbi Lord Jonathan Sachs has had on our world, and frankly, uh, the world in general, not just the Jewish world, uh, was so incredible uh, and, and uh, so influential, so amazing, and uh, really appropriate that there was a gathering like this that included so many communities around the world to commemorate his second yard site. Uh, tell us uh, about the genesis of this program, and uh, now, at this point, you can tell us how it went. So we, we, we thought about this last year. Um, we've done, we, we did something um, just before the art site last year where we had uh, Tony Blair in conversation with a, a leading journalist in the UK in a beautiful setting in, in Spencer House. And we felt that was something that was for the wider, wider society. But how could we commemorate Rabbi Sachs in the best way possible would be to learn from him, from his wisdom, from his teachings, from his Torah. Um, and we thought, how, how, how appropriate would it be if we had learning from around the world um, on, on his yacht site itself? And so we reached out last year to communities where he'd visited in person, or I had a direct connection with the rabbi or the organization. And we were absolutely blown away, blown away by the response. And um, last year, we actually had 150 communities and schools from New Zealand to Los Angeles. We really tried to cover that 24-hour period. And so we set ourselves a bit of a task this year um, to match and further that uh, for this year. And again, the response has been absolutely incredible. We're actually um, at 250, um, including 92 schools from around the world, including places like Nigeria and Indonesia and Chile, um, and of course, across probably most of the states in America. Um, and it's just been phenomenal to see the pictures shared and the flyers shared. Um, we're, we're definitely been worldwide, so we've been in French and Spanish and German um, and Hebrew, of course. Um, so really reflecting the reach that Rabbi Sachs has had and, and the love and the outpouring of love from people all around the world wanting to mark this second yacht site. Uh, what was it about him? You know, it's interesting over Shabbat, uh, I got into a conversation with a couple of people specifically about his legacy and his incredible abilities. Uh, it, it's a rarity when someone can write so well and uh, pierce the heart of people um, uh, through, mm -hmm. through writing and at the same time be such an effective speaker and uh, be able to reach people and inspire them in that way, uh, obviously, you know, th th those were two of his many talents. But what was it about him that uh, attracted so much attention from Jew and non-Jew alike throughout the world? Um, I think I think what he strived to do was to help people 
number one, connect to their to their Judaism. So for him, for him, it was really important to have a Judaism engaged with the world, um, that you people would feel connected to their Judaism, but also proud to be Jews. I, you know, I I said to him once, and he was not happy with me. I said to him that you're a kid of Hashem. And he was a very humble man. He did not like that kind of um, accolade, um, and um, you know, compliments were, were were not to be inhaled as far as he was concerned. But I think he he had a depth and a breadth of learning. He read around every single subject before he spoke about it, whether it was economics or politics or or local health issues. He and 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 his Jewish knowledge was just phenomenal. Um, and I think what he really tried to do was take complex ideas and make them accessible and easy to understand. So, you know, you looked at, read or, or heard him speak and you, you made, he made you feel as if you, you were part of his knowledge base. He would look at you and say, you know, I've, you, you would have heard about this book. He just, he made you assume that you were smart. He took you on a journey and made you understand things that were very difficult. And I think also he represented us as Jews as an incredible ambassador to non-Jews around the world. You know, he guided prime ministers and he was the go-to moral voice on the BBC, um, you know, during Brexit and, and during the, the, the coronavirus. He was the one that they turned to to explain where we were in, in the world today and, and how we could impact on society. You know, it's interesting. Um, he had such an incredible life and uh, did exactly what you just described. And now after his passing, he's, thank God, still going strong, so to speak, in a way, because of the uh, the writings and because of events like this, like the one you just had, where people are dedicating yeah. learning and trying to, uh, you know, delve into what he wrote and what he was all about, you know, during the uh, period of the second yard. In fact, it's interesting because these during these partios, He's very helpful. You know, during this time of the year, yes. when you have the complicated yes. stories of the early part of Jewish history that we find in Genesis and Bracious, uh, he could come in very handy. In fact, I want to recommend to my listeners that this is a golden opportunity if you've never really uh, hopped aboard yep. the Rabbi Sachs bandwagon. This is a golden opportunity to really explore some of his works when it comes uh, to the figures that we're reading about right now in the Torah. And are you getting that feeling? Are you getting the feeling that there are people, who, there are people who are discovering yeah. him who just never really focused on him during his lifetime? There's, it, there's been an incredible explosion um, of, of reading, of reading Rabbi Sachs. Um, and he's quoted, he's quoted everywhere. And I think you're, you're absolutely right. I mean, take the Arcadia, for instance, you know, right. the binding of Isaac. He talks about it in such a way that you, you understand that, that what God was trying to talk, tell us was we don't own our children. We have to respect them. We have to walk with them and guide them, but we don't own them. And, and, and I think, you know, I, I was reading um, about, him, about uh, an article last week that he wrote on Bayera and, and how, you know, Isaac and, 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 and Abraham were walking together they were walking together and he just it was repeated again and again and you know and i think that there's a feeling that rabbi Sachs is walking with us and guiding us you know there are times right now and over the last two years where we've just we're desperate to know what would rabbi Sachs have said on certain issues and i think this is you know particularly in israel i think we've seen it this increasing readership from not just within the orthodox community but much wider so 
he's having an impact on Israeli society the more his material has been translated into Hebrew. And that's one of the, the important aspects of the legacy of what we're trying to do is how do you impact on future generations? You have to build Rabbi Sachs into the school system. He's a voice. Yes, he's one voice, but he's a really, really important voice. And he helps us understand where we are today um, and how to respond to certain issues. So that's that's one of our primary aims, particularly in Israel, particularly North America and the English-speaking world, but also in the Spanish-speaking world and German. We're translating him into 10 languages every week, Covenant Conversation, which you just referred to the book. Right. But we're still, and we've got 96 WhatsApp groups. People are engaging with him on an increasing basis week after week. Pretty amazing, frankly. Really amazing. Uh, Joanna Benarush is with us. Rabbi Sachs, Legacy Chief Executive. We're talking about the incredible worldwide event that just occurred. Um, so now if somebody is listening and they want an intro, they want to, uh, you know, some type of uh, uh, appendix, so to speak, a curriculum um, uh, to start exploring Rabbi Sachs. Is there a website? Is there a specific place where people can go, which is a great place to start? Absolutely. Um, I would encourage your listeners to, to visit www.rabbisachs.com dot org r-a-b-b-i-s-a-c-k-s dot org and there you'll find the Parsha Hashavur, the Covenant Conversation that we send out each week but there'll be there's a collection of his videos and audio we have about 4,000 pages of material plus we have an incredible quotes database and curriculum resources for schools for informal education um, and as I say translated into many languages each week so whether you're Turkish or Russian or Hebrew speaking or Spanish or German, please dip in and, uh, and, and start your journey with Rabbi Sachs. You know where the Commonwealth uh, likely missed him greatly when the Queen passed. I would have loved to have heard his Absolutely. comments about that period of Absolutely. time and how he described the transition of eras and even the whole Prime Minister thing in England. He would have had a he would have had a way of of uh, you know giving us a word of encouragement. <laughs> Say it again. Absolutely. He would have had an incredible way of framing it. Right, um, exactly. And actually, he spoke he spoke about um, the Queen in the House of Lords um, on her her jubilee and 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 how much she gave to to our country, to the UK, and to the Commonwealth. Um, and she was su- such an example of of service service to her country. Um, that always came first. And he spoke about it. We shared that around her around her death and people really resonated with with what he said yeah i can only imagine there was nobody who was able to analyze current events especially in the context of history like he could frankly yeah. um i stro- yeah. i strongly recommend to the listeners go to rabbi sax.org rabbi sax s-a-c-k-s dot org it is an amazing resource for the incredible uh, uh, writings lectures legacy of rabbi sax uh, i want to thank joanna Ben Arush, who's chief executive of the Rabbi Sachs Legacy Trust. Thank you so much for joining us this morning, and congratulations on a great worldwide event. Thank you very much indeed. I really appreciate you joining, you having me on. A pleasure. Nice to speak with you and everybody again. RabbiSachs.org for information. RabbiSachsSACKS.org for all the information. More coming up. It is a Thursday morning broadcast here at JM in the AM.
It's the most daring moving story ever to have been told. One of agony and glory, of a mission to uphold. Mm, and you're essential to this story, a letter in its sacred stroke. And it's not just allegory when you embrace your place and role. So let your letters shine unto the nations. Be proud to be a Jew. As we've been hunted down in senseless hate, and we're searching back with love and care. And it's never, ever too late for any Jew anywhere. Every soul's a holy letter. Every family word, a community, a sentence, each voice it must be heard. And to the letters that rose up in smoke, we must do more than say never again. And be the eternal letters of hope for our children and for them. And you know, you never find yourself in a situation. That you cannot undo. So let your letters shine unto the nations. Be proud to be a Jew. Cause we've been hunted down in senseless hate, and we're searching back with love and care. I know it's never, never, never too late for any Jew, any Jew, anywhere. There's a home we must build together to heal a fractured world. The dignity of difference we must treasure in our deeds and in our words. Live with faith in our future. Be the leader you were born to be. And the day will come much sooner when we'll all live in harmony. You never find yourself in a situation that you cannot undo. So let your letters shine onto the nations. Be proud to be a Jew. Because we've been hunted down in senseless hate. Never too late.